Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. You can do it, so go to it. Make us your Christmas gift headquarters for quality Stanley tools at Canadian Tire Prices. We have gifts that build it, smooth it, measure it, and level it. Gifts that miter it, mark it, drill it, and cut it. You can do it. You can start a home workshop, stuff a stocking, surprise someone special, make something happen. It's for people like you, people who do Canadian time. Well, there's something new for Uncle Sam. It's out with the pound and in with kilogram. Out with the foot, in with the meter. Out with the quart and in with the liter. We're all going metric. Now, what's all this fuss about? Hasn't the foot served us well enough? And the yard and the rod and the mile, too. Why change? Why should we go metric? Well, I'll tell you why by way of a tale. Ty Whip, Heavy Longmire, Gustav Matteblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Do you mind if I change my socks? My feet are wet. I do not mind a bit. I was down in the creek this afternoon. Really? My childhood creek. There oh, are my grandparents. Yes. And my my boots, although they are way expensive boots, they are not waterproof. They're not designed to be waterproof to those Merrill uh Mountaineer ones. Those aren't waterproof? They're not even designed to be waterproof. Really? How long have you had those? I've never noticed you wearing uh, those. I, I had them about two years ever since Vosk shit the bed on me and started making them in China. Yeah. My last pair, the heels separated and right. had them resold for almost a hundred bucks. Well, I thought you were still doing the uh, the old, uh, oh no, it was those were the Vosk. Yeah. What were, the Vosk I what, wore Sundowners? Vos- Vosk. Uh, Skywalkers. Skywalkers, yeah. Or were they Sundowners? No, they were Skywalkers. I think I had Sundowners. You had Sundowners. I had Skywalkers. Yeah. Maybe then, maybe the, maybe it was just overflow that got them wet. But anyway, yeah. it feels good to get those yeah. dry feet. I appreciate It'd that. Be, uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, one of the happiest moments in my life was when uh, I took part in a Boy Scout ceremony that's overnight. Mm-hmm. And it had rained the whole night of mine. Yes, it did. And I got into our... The Polynesian's dad's shitty 78 Ford van that had the mm-hmm. shag carpet. Mm-hmm. And I put on clean Hanes black work socks and I rubbed them dry on that shag carpet. That was the oh, best feeling in the world. That awesome. Is that the red and white van? No, this would be the tan and brown van. The okay. old one. Okay. Okay. Did he have a red and white one too? There was a red and white one somewhere in the mix, but that tan one well, there was, was that the red one. red and white Ford truck. Is that what I'm thinking of? Okay, I'm, I remember the van. 
Then you remember that little snub nose Ford that he had? Oh yeah, that was great. That yeah, little thing was cool. Van truck thing. I don't know yeah. what those were called. I don't either. You know, I'm not good at old uh, car Man, models. I'm not either. I'm not a I'm, car guy. I can see a cool one coming down the road. Like my dad, he can see one. And I guess if you grew up in that era, I hate to interrupt. Are your toenails green? Uh, green and blue. I hope this is because of your child that just had the tonsillectomy. Yes. All right, then I'll give you a pass. Yes, she she was bored and was wanting to do. She was wanting to uh, paint the dog's toenails, and I was like, no, because the dogs will run off and track it right. all over the floor. I was like, I'll let you paint my toenails. Yeah, you're a good dad. Being the good dad that I am. You are a good dad. And as good dads, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast of three guys. Although one of those dads is... He's off doing dad stuff, I think. Somewhere. So he tells us. I don't really know. He's on a coast somewhere. Somewhere. And he texted us saying not to text him anything inappropriate. Yeah, because his kids had access to his phone. Which is, I don't live like that. Right. I told him, hey, this is me and Gus you're talking about. You have no worries. Well, I, no. I, I totally send things that are inappropriate oh, all the time. you mean live like as or far my as... my kids like, touch my phone. Oh, no. Mine, God, no. Mine are not allowed to look on my phone. I've got a running gag with one of our listeners right now where I've been finding some really weird pictures on the internet, and I send them to them throughout the day mm-hmm. to try and make them laugh at work. Right. Okay. So, yeah. And there's some weird shit. Okay. I'm Gustav Montebon. I am America's favorite, the one and only Heavy Longmire. And Ty Webb is the aforementioned AWOL member, and someday he'll get back. You can tweet him at TyWeb3000, or you can tweet at me at Real Gustav. Or you can tweet at me at Longmire Heavy. And our show email is canyouhearmepod at gmail.com, and we would love to hear from you. So... I got back after a 16-day business trip. 16 days in the great Northwest. The great Pacific Northwest. Yes. And How was it? Well, it's beautiful. Yeah. But it's gray as fuck. Yeah. I saw sun, at least sun that I could see, because I was working overnights, 12-hour shifts. Okay. So I didn't see much sun to begin with, but... It only was sunny maybe three or four days out of that. Yeah. That would be hard living up there all the time. Right. Because it was, if it was not sunny, it was raining at, off and on. Or right. drizzle and wind. And I was on an island. What do you think of that island? It's pretty badass. I stayed there yeah. several years ago. It's pretty badass. It's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting place. It is. And I, if it probably didn't cost an arm and a leg, that would be a kick-ass place to have, you know, maybe an acre or two, mm-hmm. just kind of just, just back in the woods, back somewhere. in the woods and ocean or ocean. I mean, it's the sound. It's still salt water, but right. you know, it's right there. And did you see? And I meant to text you this and tell you because um, I know you had some time off and you did some exploring. Did you go to that? I think it's just a national historic site. I did. Where the the big concrete where we used to set up where we were. Waiting for tried to pull into Puget Sound Excuse or if me, the sir, Russians, the Japanese, or if the Russians tried. Yes, isn't that amazing? So that island has a lot of state parks, and when that's one of them, there's a, the big giant concrete. Yes, but then there's another one that's just a battery off in the woods on this coast, and I'll show you the pictures. Okay. 
And it's badass because they painted it, repainted it in the camo. The gun's gone there. Yeah. But the big giant installation, they still have the guns. Yeah. But creepy as fuck at that one that's off by itself. In the woods. Because it's in the woods. Is it the one opposite it's the, the sound one. from the ones where the guns are? Because it's no, a it's, triangulated. It's to the north. Okay. You can, if you go to the lighthouse at the one with the big guns. There's a little lighthouse up to okay, the. I didn't do that. Um, you can see the point where the other battery is, okay. but it's not pointing. Is it on the same island? Yes, on the same island. Okay. And it's you know these state parks like we think of our state parks. There's usually a ranger there, right? In Texas, not here. Yeah. It's just oh we got a we carved off this couple of acres. This is a state park yeah. type thing. And the first one I went to was just beach. And some woods. So I walked around. I took my rain gear. I'm mm-hmm. tromping around the woods in my now wet boots. And But it was a $10 a day access fee. Mm-hmm. Honor system. Right. So I get the envelope. I look in my wallet. I got 8 bucks or 20 So mm-hmm. I give them 8 bucks. They're good enough. I'm good enough, you know. I don't feel too bad about it. But they have a thing you're supposed to leave on your dash. Mm-hmm. And so I go on to the next one. Again, nobody there, and there's this big battery. It's wide open. There was one part that was shut off, but it's no lights, concrete bunker that you can just walk through. And I keep waiting for some dumbass kid to jump out and try to scare me. But it was right. during the week, so it was only old people right. there. But then again, I was thinking, maybe there's homeless. Cause maybe there's hobos. I don't know if you noticed, the Pacific Northwest is full yes. of... People that don't dwell in a shack, house, mansion, whatever have you. On a regular basis. On a regular basis. Right. Folks that do not have a primary residence. There's no mailing address to uh, catch these folks in. Right. It's going to be general delivery, care of yes. whatever yeah, post that office. That is a – and I think I've mentioned it before when I was up there a few years ago, What and we were staying on the island at uh, an acquaintance's home. And uh, had some property there. And I was struck by my lack of knowing what the vegetation was. Did that strike you at all? We'd had that conversation before. Mm -hmm. And so as I walked through the woods and, I mean, I'm used to not knowing what I'm at a seashore. Mm -hmm. But into the woods, it's very disconcerting because it's so much fern-based type things. And, you know, ferns look weird as they're sprouting up. It's very... uh, Proto, uh, not prototypical, uh, protozo- you know, protozoan looking. Protozoan it's, looking. It's, 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 it's a, almost paleolithic. Shape wise, it's Dr. Seuss looking stuff. Yeah, almost. and it looks like it's, something there ought to be a sleaze stack and chaka coming through right. the woods at me. And yeah, don't know anything up there. Can I identify jack shit for the trees? Yeah, it's like, well, that's some kind of Some evergreen. kind of redwood type yeah. thing. But yeah, it was totally like that the entire time. Yeah. And I, so I went to the, I, I had on one day off, I went to, I think four or five different of the state parks on that island. Mm-hmm. And so I got to see that. I got to see the, uh, the little lighthouse. It was closed, but it was, you know, it's part of that big thing. I didn't see a whole lot of wildlife. I saw a couple of deer and some rabbits. Yeah. But then I went to this town. I don't remember which town it was. Doesn't matter. It's on that island. There's these, Looking back towards the mainland, it's beautiful. But there's these trees flowering. I don't know what the fuck these trees are. Right. And then I look down, and there's 
domestic rabbits just running all around this town in this neighborhood. Huh. Like there's like five or six rabbits just hopping along on both sides of the road and there's people walking their dogs and nobody's like the most normal thing ever. Right. So I didn't ever get to the story of that, but huh. I assume somebody just has feral rabbits. I don't know. Gap shit. Who knows, man? And then the next day I had off, I was close enough that, and I'd never been before, was going to Canada. Go to Canada. So I head up to Vancouver, not knowing really what the fuck I'm going to do when I get to Vancouver. Right. I get to the border and the Canadian there. What's your business, eh? It starts asking me questions, not as friendly as I would have expected. I'm expecting like a red green type guy. Right, right, right. Welcome me in. He was more like a uh, asshole junior high coach. Ah, yeah. Making you run roads. Starts asking me. He sees I'm from Texas. He asks if I've got guns. Huh? And I'm like, well, no. Going to Canada. Not on me. And asking me all these what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm going to Canada. Oh, what's your plan? I'm going to Canada. So I'm I'm getting a little nervous because right. I'm not expecting this this right. hassle to go to our neighbor to the north. Driving to Vancouver, I'd already looked and I didn't see anything like, oh, I should go do this. Plus, it's a weekday. Yeah. And I'm instantly in this big city. And this may come as a shock. I don't like driving in big cities. Yeah. And you're, I'll add that you're not real adept at driving in big cities. I'm not real adept at driving, period. You know, I will tell it again, our high school uh, coach that was the driver's ed instructor told me that I was a marginal driver. (laughs) I was never going to get any better, but the good news is I wasn't going to get any worse. (laughs) So, speaking of which, as we know, the Canadians are on the metric system. Oh, fuck. Which I support, because I would really deal in the metric. I I do, I just... But it's hard to process after driving all my life. Yeah. The signs don't look exactly like ours, so I end up on this road that may have been a bus-only road. They drive on the right-hand side, though, Yeah, they're they're like that. They're normal. But I end up on this block that I think was supposed to be just bus-only. Okay. And there's a lot of fucking buses up there. Right. A lot of public transportation yeah. is a big thing. Bad mistake. And I'm about, I'm a little worried that I'm going to get a ticket. And there's a cop sitting up there, but they didn't do anything. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm getting out of the city, going north. Going north. I got no map. Going to the Yukon. And I am a little hesitant to use all the functions on my phone, even though I got, as soon as I crossed over, I got a text from Verizon saying, you're in Canada and everything's cool. But I was like, eh, right. are you sure? So I run out of podcasts by now. Mm. So I'm listening to, because I'm afraid that if I download, it's going to charge it's you. It's going to charge me like $50 to right. listen to Brad mispronounce Chimney. Chimney. That's what he said this week. Chimney. Huh. Okay. Like chimney, I guess. I'm not sure. But okay. Anyway, so I start driving north, just kind of driving. Right. And it's raining. It's pretty, but it's rainy and miserable. Yeah. What's temp? It's in the 40s. Okay. Yeah. That's cold rain. And I'm hugging the coast, so I know I'm doing right. I see water on my left, and it's mountains on the right. All right. So I'm doing okay. And... I finally see a, my plan was to drive until I find a quote unquote normal Canadian place <laughs> and stop in like at a possum lodge, stop in at a diner 
and just have lunch there and you go. talk to Canadians. There you go. Well, I never did find that. No? Because... Find an IHOP or anything? Uh, well, that road, there's not any like little towns on it. Oh. It's just... Just a road. Just a road. And it actually was going up to Whistler, where they okay. had the Olympics a few yeah, years ago. Yeah. And I see a sign for um, a provincial park, not a state park, a provincial park. Oh, Because okay. it's provinces. Gotcha. And it's something falls. I can't remember what it was. So I pull over there, and you walk maybe 150 yards into the Did woods. Did they charge you to get in? No, no exactly. charge. Exactly, yeah. But it's socialism, so right. you're already paying your taxes for it. Right. And you get to use it, though. I get in if you go to the park. Right. I walk about 150 yards into the woods, and there's like a thousand foot waterfall just roaring. Wow! And I'll show you the video in a second. Just badass, just and uh, that's worth that small tax that they maybe that you have to pay. I was cussing when I bought gas by the liter. Yeah, I'm not still not sure how much I paid. It was a lot though. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that was pretty cool. Just hey, giant waterfall. And but then it was like okay, giant waterfall and yeah. some redwoods and stuff like that. It's, you know, tree stumps the size of a Volkswagen. Wow! Uh, I took a picture of some rings. I didn't hadn't counted them yet, but it's fucking old tree. Maybe some bear shit I found. Oh yeah, yeah. Not sure. Didn't taste I it. Didn't taste it. Okay. Took a picture of it. Okay. Sent it to Hephaestus. I figured he might know. He's seen more bear shit than I have. Right. I think. And then I kept heading north. And then I kind of hit this town, I don't remember what it's called, and it was very, it was a suburban town in the mountains. It was okay. very commercial, kind of built fl- right on the highway. Um, it didn't really, I mean, it wasn't affluent, but it wasn't old, at least what was on the highway. Right. Well, how looked, far out of Vancouver were you? I'm about 60, maybe 90 miles. Wow, a suburb way out there? Well, I mean, it, it looked like a suburb. It okay. looked like, you know, here's... A Home Depot. Here's, okay, gotcha. You so know, it'd be like. I mean, it would be like Sherman to Dallas. Yeah, or about that. Okay. Uh, I stopped at a Canadian Tire because I'd always heard about Canadian Tire and that they sold guns, and I was like, "Well, that's interesting. That's almost like our old tire stores. Uh-huh. That, you know, you like could go to Montgomery yeah, Ward or, or, or Otasco, right. you know, something like that." Well, fuckers, Trudeau, they don't sell guns anymore. Oh, fucking Trudeau, they sell airsoft. Well, that's a gun. No, it's not. Anyway, so they didn't have guns anymore. But you could kill a rat squirrel with it. I guess you could. I mean, you might be able to like hit a kid with it. They sell tires, a little bit of home improvement stuff, like if you want to paint or put a light fixture, and then sporting goods. It's a very odd store. Just a bunch of hockey stuff or what? Hockey stuff, yes. Outdoor stuff. Oh, okay. They had a negative 35 degree bag. Damn. I hope like hell I never need one of those. And it was it was like in a a full the size of a old green army duffel bag, right? Like roll that, like factory rolled up. That's how big it was. Jesus, but negative thirty five degree. Have to tote around a fifty gallon drum just yeah. to store that thing in. But so I thought I thought that was interesting, and then I kept heading north. And by now I was getting higher up. And I was away from the water. Mm-hmm. So I think they call it the uh, from the sea to the sky away or something. And then I started seeing snow. Oh. And then I got to Whistler. And right as I got to Whistler, they were talking on the radio. And Canadian radio, I'll talk about that in just a second. But they were talking about how it was the nas- uh, some national snowboard championship that week. And I'm like, fuck. 
I don't want to be around this. I'd spent a year in Vail. I don't want to have any right. thing to do with that. And as soon as I hit Whistler, or at least Whistler Village, which I may not have even gotten into Whistler proper, it just looked like normal ski resort town. So I turned around and right. headed back. Was it pretty up there? Eh, I mean, it's pretty. If it'd yeah. been clear, it would have been prettier. Now, it wasn't super snowy low. I mean, they were getting snow way up high still. Right. But it's pretty tight valleys. If you'd been to if you've been to the western or the eastern range of Colorado, right? It's about okay, about that. So that that is that the Cascades still? See, I don't that know if that's s- still the Cascades. Okay, because the Sierra Nevada that in the Cascades are the same thing, correct? I don't know. I mean, I know the I'm Cascades gonna, are. I think there's a gap. Is there a gap? I thought there was a gap. I could be wrong. But And I don't know when you get up that far north looking at your map on the wall. I don't know if you get up into that where the delineation is. Okay, according to that map, which pretty far up into Canada, the what I'm calling the Sierra Nevadas or the Cascades and the Rockies just end up kind of merging together. Yeah. Well, I wasn't that far up. You're right. I was, right. You, I'm going to call that the Sierra it, Nevada. Okay. Whatever. You call it whatever you want. It was pretty slash cascade, but up in the up in the high part, it looked about like Colorado to me. Right now, when it was when you had the ocean in that down lower, yeah, that was pretty badass. Right. And if it had been clear, now did even, you see? Okay, so you were on the on the western side of the mountains. Yes. Okay. Okay. And if if you had even been where it wasn't raining, if it was just cloudy mm-hmm. but not moisture. Right. It was. It would have still been beautiful, but it was just a heavy rain, especially when I started heading back. And it was a miserable drive, and then I hit Vancouver traffic. I'm afraid to download podcasts. I'm afraid to stream music. I'm listening to Canadian radio. Okay, Canadian. Lots of Alanis Morissette. The CBC is awful. It's like okay. worse than NPR times five. Huh. Okay. I listened to some report about. Surely some, there'd be one station that just. Rolls well, red green twenty four. No, no. Although if you get satellite radio, there is a Canadian comedy channel. Oh, but that would be good. It's not really. No, it's not. In fact, I used to listen to it just to kind of Canadians. Really, uh, Canada's really gone down in status. It sounds like it really has. I blame Justin Trudeau. Huh. Anyway, the normal radio. I'd like to say it played nothing but. Tragically Hip and Neil Young and Alanis Morissette, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. But there were lots of just Canadian things. Right. And I was hoping to like find a uh, a country station that just played like In and Sylvia and uh, Gordon Lightfoot <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> I didn't find that either. Uh, but Anne it wasn't. Murray. Yeah, Ann Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I might have just driven off into the water. Uh, <laughs> but I bought nothing but gas. I got back as, and I had to, you know, I was using Waze okay. through Vancouver. And that, I don't know, I like Waze around places that I know because you can kind of like, eh, that's probably not the best. I'm going to keep on going. Right. I don't know. It was just a, yeah. I ended up all over the damn place and finally got back to the U.S. and the, kissed the ground when you came across the border. The border guy was like, did you buy anything? I'm like, nope. Nothing but expensive Canadian gas. And he laughed and said, yep, that's how it is. And <laughs> waved me on through. And uh, that was my trip to Canada. So wow. I only talked to the border guard was the only guy Canadian I talked to. No shit. No shit. Just, wow. Because I 
didn't inter- I mean I didn't buy anything else. Yeah. Didn't huh. stop in Vancouver right. except to try to get out of that bus only lane. Right. Got yelled at, I think, one time down by the docks. Ah. Some guy wasn't Canadian driving well enough. I don't know. Gotcha. I was I was Well, welcome back to the States. I appreciate that. And then, you know, I went to, I had to leave the island and then go to a different place across the sound from Seattle. Now, where on the island were you staying? Uh, I'm not going to say because that would give away my. I mean, it's, it's a hotel. Yeah, it was a hotel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I stayed at the Best Western. Okay. Oh, wait. You know what? Because I don't remember. So there's hotels over on the island? Yeah. I don't okay. know what I, what town you were in because that island's about 20 something miles long and there's yeah. about three or four towns and there's one town that's about the size of, of uh say your paris or your sherman or your oh, okay yeah i never was there mount pleasant type to size i was you're on the south part probably yeah how many ferries go over? there well there's like there's one ferry on the south end that was a the bridge one. on the north end okay we would had to take the ferry okay in the morning yeah, so, so you're on, on the south the, end yeah. and there's nothing in that town from we're like it would take us 15 minutes to drive from okay. the person's house to the ferry parking. Yeah. So, yeah, there's nothing down on that end. Okay. It's very much more laid back. The, yeah. The town of the north, it's bigger. Um, it's not big. Right. It's bigger. And it's got a Best Western. But the first night, I couldn't get in the Best Western or the first couple of nights. So, I stayed at this motel. Mm. But when I went to book it online, it said they had cozy cabins. So I'm like, sign me up. There you go. Well, the cozy cabins just happened to be portable cabins that they had bought and stuck on the back side of the parking lot. <laughs> and again, I'm working nights, so I just need a place to sleep. Right. But I need a place to sleep in the daytime. And the cozy cabin was not very dark in the daytime. Gotcha. I was so tired, I didn't give a shit. But. There's, they had no, they were not made for the business traveler. So there was no iron and ironing board in the mm. cozy cabin. So I had to gotcha. go ask him for that. There was no hairdryer to dry off my lower part man fur. Mm. So I had to go buy a hairdryer at the Walmart. You use a hairdryer? To dry off my man fur? I'm yeah. a hairy son of a bitch from the waist down. Like your legs and stuff? Yeah, my legs. You don't just dry off with a towel? No, it takes too long. I got to dry that stuff off. Oh, my God. I've never heard of that in my life. If you're hairy, I highly suggest it. That seems odd. Okay. Yeah, maybe it is, but I'm comfortable. All right. Whatever works for you, And buddy. it's very hairy. Okay. I mean, like, you probably need to get that dried off before you get dressed. <laughs> you know? Soak through your pants. You don't want Have swamp your- ass as soon as you walk out because you yeah. hadn't dried your ass. Gotcha. But then the, so I sleep the first day. And in fact, I didn't even get to sleep the first day I got there. I had to go straight to work by the time I got things done. I'll tell you that offline. But I come back the next day, I sleep, I get up finally and I start getting ready. And I, they only have one sink. It's out in the cabin part. I mean, this is tiny. This is like uh, a shed. Okay. Okay. And it had like a little closet bathroom with mm-hmm. just the shower stall and a commode. Okay. The sink's outside. And uh, so I start turning on the hot water, going to wash my, I'm going to shave. I go ahead and turn the shower on, get Look, nice and hot by the time. Yep. By the time I got done shaving, I'd used up the tiny seven-gallon water oh, here. Oh, no. And it was freezing. 
Damn it. Oh, there's also no air conditioner in the cozy cabin. There's a wall-mounted heater. Right. But there's no air conditioner, which wasn't a problem. It's in the 40s. Right. But obviously, maybe in the summer, maybe not as comfy. Yeah. So I had to take about uh, maybe about a 60-degree shower. Mm. So that was not a very long shower. Right. I apologize to the people I had to work with that night. Right. Didn't make that mistake again. But, yeah, the cozy cabin. Huh. Okay. And uh, then I headed down. I had to take that ferry. Headed yeah. down south. And uh, that was kind of neat because I don't know if you noticed if you got out of your car. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd always go up top, give me a coffee. Right. So you got the little canteen there. But people put out jigsaw puzzles on the table for people to do as they're going back and oh, forth. Yeah. So you just sit down and work on the puzzle work on for the a puzzle. Bit. I stole a couple of pieces just to say, <laughs> fuck you. Now, I would get my coffee and like a bagel and then go over and stare out the window and look for, saw a well. Did you? Yeah. I saw a seal a or, seals. or a sea lion. I couldn't tell, yeah, but yeah, well, I didn't see any whales. I saw one of those too, but then I see, did see a whale coming up. Mm-hmm. Creston. Just saw the tail. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it's badass. One There's a the, whale tail. One of the, la- <laughs> not your favorite whale tail. <laughs> One of the ladies I work with had gone on a well cruise, and she mm-hmm. got to see a, like a whole pod of them, or right. whatever they're called. Yeah, I think they're called pods. Yeah. And then uh, Waze took me to this next ferry. I went down to Seattle and was going to have to cross over, and it took me to this ferry. And I waited like an hour for this damn ferry. And then I get across it, and then I still have to drive a long way. And then I get over there, and then somebody's like, oh, you should have taken this ferry. No. Nah. There's like a ferry that went straight to the town I was going to. I'm like, well, fucking ways. Right. When you were in, did you spend much time in Seattle? I spent an afternoon. Because once okay. I got done working at that other place, I had a really late flight for a red eye back. And so I got to Seattle. So the place where you were working was on the island. Well, the first place was. Okay. Second place was across from Seattle, okay. across the sound. Gotcha. And then I went to Seattle, took the ferry back over there, and I went to... uh the Pike Street Market. Isn't that pretty cool? It's pretty cool. Everybody smelled like weed and patchouli. Yeah. Which are not I two like of my that. favorite scents. And uh, I had those some. those two mixed together. It was a cool place, though. Yeah. I saw the fish throwing and right, that stuff. Right. And I had some really shitty fish and chips there at the market. Yeah. That, I didn't care for the food when I was up there. Yeah. I, I was expecting it to be really good, but they made their, uh, their batter, if you could call it that. It was almost like the shitty batter that people like do shrimp in not like it's like cornstarch batter yeah kind of it's just yeah, real fine yeah. real fine and i was yeah. like this sucks like that chinese buffet food yeah better yeah and, and then I, I still had time to kill so i went to the seattle museum of modern or modern of art how was that um there was a lot of shit there yeah there was one box that was obviously when i walked into the space it, and it was probably maybe a 10 by 10 cube box of wood. And it was obviously hand created, mm-hmm. hand sawn, put together. But its gimmick was inside of it, there was a speaker that the artist, and I use that in quotations, had recorded the sound of him building the box. Oh, geez. And so you just heard sawing and hammering from this box. I'm like, this is not art. This is some gimmick your goofy uncle made just as a joke. Shit. And then across from it was. No, man, you're not feeling the, uh, 
the work and the love right. in every saw stroke. And across from that was, it looked like an anti-tank barrier from uh, mm-hmm. the Normandy invasion right. wrapped with barbed wire and Christmas lights. And apparently that was art. Was it, okay. Well, see. Okay. So this was, oh yeah, you said. Well, it was a, it was modern a, art. Now they had, well, I, I said modern. It was an actual. It was a, was it, it was all sculptures. Okay. No, it, it, I don't know. Cause then, I don't get into that shit. They had, they had modern art. They had a Warhol of the Elvis print, which mm. I'm not a Warhol fan. And then they had, you know, 3000 year old Egyptian stuff. Right. And right. That's always cool to see something that you know that's super old, super gnarly old dude. And then. I got to the Renaissance stuff, and then I'm looking like a doofus because I'm like jumping from side to side to make the eyes follow me. Right. You know, and people looking at me funny. And then they had some really lame collection because I got excited when I saw the the program they gave me because I thought they were going to have like an Andrew Wyeth exhibit, and I missed it by like a week. Uh-huh. And it was some shitty modern. Who's Andrew Wyeth? He was one of the Wyeths that painted like uh, fields of wheat with like a woman in them. Okay, okay. That's in old buildings and stuff. Okay. You saw it. It's very kind of brownish and earth tone. I like his work. Uh, they had a couple of really neat 19th century paintings. And they had some foreign stuff. A lot of African things that were just kind of like, yeah, that's neat, but okay. Right. and. Some Japanese. They, now, they did have an excellent, obviously, uh, Northwestern tribe yeah. collection. So that was pretty pretty cool there. Pretty neat. But overall, I would have liked to add my $20 back. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it killed some time, and it was better than sitting at the airport. You get a DMA for free. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. They're free now, because it used DMA. to be. Yeah. DMA's free. Well, I like going down there. I, I love the DMA. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to take a trip to DMA soon. There you go. There you go. Anyway, that was my trip to... And then when I got back, I, I'd been gone 16 days, working nights, totally out of the world. I right. mean, I, it, I don't. I think I've been gone about that long before, but never working solid nights, so you're kind of... Right, you're mind displaced. Fucked. And then I had to take a red eye home that night. Um, it took me about the middle of the week before I kind of got... Back into the routine. Back into the routine, yeah. Yeah. And my wife had moved a lot of my stuff to storage. Oh, shit. She'd cleaned the house, and, like, most of my game collection is in storage right now. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And she's fighting my minor hoarding tendencies, she says. Wow. So my plan. Good for her. And her plan. Yeah. As I look around your studio here. <laughs> um, this is my storage unit. So I'm going to get a shipping container. Okay. And I'm going to stop paying the storage fee, and I'll put the utilitarian stuff in there. But she wants to get me a quote-unquote office that I can have where we can record if we want to. We could do that in the barn. We could if I clean the barn. Right. But also where I can work during the day because since I've been home for almost two years now, I have disrupted her normal daily life. You fucker. And... And she's sick of that shit. She's sick of it. So she would like her house back where I'm not there. Because, you know, most of the last 13 years. Yeah. Actually, most of the last 15 years. 13 years solid. Mm-hmm. I was gone 
every week, Monday through Thursday. Right. And me being home, that so has, where, where did you office when you were at home? Where did you set up at? Uh, in my dining room. Okay. Because I got a little desk there at the right. end of the and yeah, the storage container idea is great. We got one. See, Dad bought one years ago, and it's not as good as a storage container because this is a way better deal. You know, it uh, it's the box off of a box truck. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you've seen it. If my parents, that's what. And uh, Dad bought the whole damn semi trailer. It just doesn't have wheels. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that makes a great little storage storage area it's not as heavy duty because it's not metal right like a storage container so there gets some warping and yeah there's but some you leaks get, you can get some warping with the with a shipping container too yeah yeah i've been trying to read up on the site prep well you know yeah. don't we all there you go i mean i i showed up here with wet feet there so. you go some site prep yeah you'll need to put some good uh footers in there yeah uh i've been reading some you beams. know some people will pour a full foundation, like if you were going to make a shop or a house out of it. Yeah. And then some people will just pour foundations at the corners mm-hmm. or at the ends, I should say. And then some people put railroad ties. Yeah. And then some people which, just put um, maybe some gravel. I would think, because my, which, like what worries me with the one that dad has, since it's a box. We had to prop it up because right. the way it was attached to the box still has some metal mm-hmm. on it, so it's up high, uh, like the bump. I don't like the bumper or something. It's the frame that the box is right. tied so to. So you had to bring up the front to. So we had to put the box up on blocks, mm-hmm. basically, which is fine and dandy. We made that good, but then this is Sandy Land, right? Which I don't have a problem with armadillos yeah. and gophers and all that good shit get to burrowing under it and i know that thing's going to tump over one of these days so you know mine will be on black land but where i figure i'll put it i've got a little bit of gray and i mean it's not it's very gradual maybe like one percent but that pasture kind of runs so i don't know what i'm going to do i did read some guy he had brought his front end up just a little bit so rain wouldn't like if you had the doors top. open, it wouldn't come down and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I don't know. I'm still in the investigatory. Right. Is that a word? Investigation. Stage. The investigation of uh, the the proposed plan. But right now, in fact, she took my uh, my box of stuff. I had to go get that out of the storage unit. That's why I was Holy running a couple shit. minutes late. Wow. Well, it'd been sitting under the carport where she deemed it like that's dangerous. I'm like, no, that's just a bunch of cables. It's fine. Uh, you know, me. Oh, no, that's fine. Right, right. Take another way you could do that instead of having like poor concrete, just dig you some trenches, outline, mm-hmm. get the dimensions of the storage shed of the uh, storage building, shipping container, outer dimensions, and then put maybe two cross pieces, like two joists, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, trench those out. And just lay, don't even bust them open. Just lay oh, yeah. sacks of sack, sack creep, creep, yeah, in the trenches. I, I've seen people do, do retaining walls with that. Put a yeah piece they of make good for years, which I never hadn't driven this way in forever, and I don't know if it's still there. But used to coming down thirty five when you were over around Carrollton Farmers Branch area, 
there, I believe at the Sandy Lake exit. Right. There was a nursery over there on the west side of 35, and there's a creek that comes through back there. Well, they had built a huge-ass retaining wall, I mean, like 20 foot tall, mm-hmm. at a freaking quick creek. I hadn't seen one that big. And I was cannot believe that thing held up. I would up. assume you got to drive post I, through it. Maybe well, like rebar. I've thought about this over the years, and I was like, that'd be great. You just get a few layers, hammer some rebar down in there through the sacks, just let yeah. it. Let it do its thing. I had a bag of mortar mix get wet. And yeah, set up on you. Yeah, set up on you. And, uh, but I haven't dropped it or anything. and put any yeah. stress on it. Right. I carry it around just kind of like, you know, amateur strongman. Right. I made those Atlas balls, dude. Yep, I remember those that. Those crazy things. Yeah. I'm out of shape. I can't pick them up yeah. anymore. Interesting. So if you've got stories about Canada or the Pacific Northwest, or if you're homeless, or if you got ideas for my storage uh, dilemma so I can get my games back on property, email us at Can You Hear Me Pod, and I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. Hello. Hello. Ongo Goblogian, the art collector. Charmed, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to invite you to a show. Okay. But first, allow me to destroy your gallery. Oh. Bullshit. Bullshit derivative that I love. I absolutely love. Um, that's just the air conditioner. I want it. It's everything. I mean, look at us. We're just air conditioners. I mean, after all, we're just walking around on the planet, breathing, conditioning the air. I condition it hot, that conditions it cold. I mean, it's symbiotic. No? I mean, we're just the air conditioners walking around on this planet screwing each other's brains out. So true. I never thought of it like that. Oh, Uncle Red, this is so great. We got such an excellent letter today. It's from the Yukon. Yeah, I put the stamp in my time capsule. <laughs> you got a eh, Harold? Fan ah, of the midnight sun. Ah, dog sleds, igloos. Six months a day late up there, you know. Uh, they got the gold rush up there and uh, polar bears, penguins. Quint place. Wow. Sounds great. Woo! <laughs> okay. Dear Red, living up here in the Yukon is great. The only problem is the people from the south who stereotype us northerners. They think of the Yukon as the land of the midnight sun, with everyone on dog sleds living in igloos and hunting seals for six months of daylight. <laughs> Tourists asked us where the gold rush is and where they can find polar bears and penguins. What kind of idiot doesn't know that penguins are only in the South Pole? I, I think the main problem there is uh, with the foreigners. <laughs> you know, they, they go up north and they're expecting to see uh, snowmobiles and Mounties. You know, and when's the last time you saw a Mountie, Harold? I don't think I've ever seen a Mountie, you know? I don't think Mounties even exist. How about this uh, this viewer? When's the last time you saw a Mountie, Mr. Uh, does he um, give his name there? Yeah, it does. It's um, Corporal H. Benson of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police White Horse Detachment. <laughs> Uh, okay, sorry, uh, sorry, Corporal Benson. Uh, no, no offense, sir. Uh, you, you guys are doing a great job, and uh, it's a great uh, Canadian, Canadian tradition uh, that you're carrying on there. You, you fellows up. Now, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, uh, Corporal H. Uh, Benson. If we have to have uh, one stereotype, then let, let it be the the, the Canadian Mountie uh, in his in his bright red uniform. I salute you, sir. <laughs> the H stands for Helen. 
And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas. <laughs>